I'm not sure if college is for me. I don't see how my faith is relevant in today's society. The student debt is at an all-time high. Our generation is quickly losing its ability to think for itself. We exist in a post-Christian society. Most people feel lost, directionless. Things definitely aren't the way they used to be. The world's changed a lot. So is the world of higher education, or at least it needs to. Welcome to the Excel College Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Excel College Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Chambers. And I'm your co-host, Tom Pond. We nailed it. Yeah, dude. Yes. Look at that! That was the first intro we've gotten right in 17 <laughs> episodes. How's that feel, Jimmy? Oh, it feels great. Yeah, it must be me. Yeah. 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 Probably. Jimmy's our lucky charm. Yeah. And also our guest for today. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's good to be here. Do you want to... This is... So, everyone, this is uh, Jeremy Redinger. We call him Reddy. Reddy Just Red. Just Red. Just Red. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's a C6 student. Yeah. Yeah. I am. And uh, is uh, joining us from Pennsylvania, State College, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, I'm 29 years old and I moved down here from State College, Pennsylvania. I was born and raised in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And the place in, with the bad chocolate. Yeah. 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 Don't tell my parents that. Um, <laughs> Don't send them this podcast. Big yeah, yeah, exactly. So in my early 20s, um, I moved from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore. And then in my mid-20s, I lived in South Florida for a couple of years. Um, moved back to Pennsylvania after that. And then most recently was in State College and moved here after that. And then right now I'm currently working at... Um, Asheville gutter cleaning and maintenance. Yeah. yeah. With a couple guys here. You were the one that with the killer Instagram post with the rope hanging in the air. Oh, yeah. 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 If anyone mm, follows our Instagram, it's all, yeah, that was amazing. Tyler yeah. took those, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's good. Everything's been good down here. I, you know, enjoy everything outdoors. So, like, I'm in my element down here, you know, the mountains and just being able to, like, go hike some of the greatest, like, trails. Yeah. that I've ever been on. Um, and with that, I like, you know, playing soccer, all different types of sports. So, you know, there's, there's plenty of that going on down here, which is, you know, really good. Totally. Yeah. So for those that are joining us for me for the first time or that have been with us for a while, you know that, um, on these episodes, we're essentially following the student journey, um, for two and a half years from the beginning of the core program, all the way through the practicum. We've kind of switched format a little bit. Now we're doing a like student-based episode and a module episode every month. And so Cassie uh, teed us off with the philosophy module. And um, Andrew will help us out on the mathematics module next month, which is what we're in right now. But in between, we just want to get images of kind of student life here. And so we'll just have Jeremy on the day, get to know you a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was going to ask, so you... We're in State College. You actually have a cool connection with one of our partners, Ethan Wendell. He's up there. Um, how did you like find out about Excel, and what were your thoughts when you first heard about it? Oof. Um, so finding out about, about Excel was through Ethan. And when I lived up there, I was mentoring under him, um, which is actually a crazy story in itself. So how I, how I actually got to 
lived with him was like through a prophetic vision that his wife had when they were living in Georgia, coming back from G42. Um, and she saw that I was living with them, doing life with them. Like God gave her this vision. And at the time I was managing recovery houses in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I was just not in, you know, the best spot mentally, spiritually, all the above. And so they reached out to me randomly. Um, the original connection is Ethan and my brother were best friends growing up. But she, they reached out to me, Ethan and his wife, Kristen, um, the one who got the vision. And we're like, hey, this might sound weird, but we feel like God's asking us to, you know, reach out to you and Dang. see if, like, there's anything we can do to, you know, help you. And this is kind of our pitch. Like, we, we kind of want you to, we think that he's asking um, for you to come move in with us, do life with us, mentor under Ethan. And I was just like, how much did you know them before this? I mean, I knew Ethan from growing up oh. because him and my brother were friends, but I haven't seen him in 10 years. Really? I only met Kristen once. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Wow, so cool. it was completely like just a God moment and I couldn't deny that. So I was just like, took maybe a couple days and I was like, called him back. I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll that's really it. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I knew that. And of course, Ethan being, he's the owner of Diamondback Truck Covers. Yeah. He comes and teaches here. Mm -hmm. And we are actually planting a practicum site up with him in State College. Yeah. So that's Ethan for everyone that doesn't know. But. Yeah. So um, after that, I moved in with them um, December of last, last year and uh, 2020. And then lived with them for six months and mentoring under him. And I heard about Black Mountain. I wanted to come down here and check it out, volunteer, offer my time, mm -hmm. and just grow more spiritually before I launched into like a full-time career up there in State College. And so when I came down here, I had, really had no expectations. Didn't really know what it uh -huh. was, just knew from like word of mouth. And like shortly after I got here, I was just like, wow, like, there's definitely God's presence here. And not only that, but the community itself, everybody was, you know, just like functioning at a level that I rarely have ever seen, if have seen at all. So that kind of just became evident very early on. And so then I, you know, lived here, volunteered here for like seven weeks. You told me about Excel. And I mean, after a few weeks, I was just like, if I could live here, this would be like, I feel like this is yeah. something I need in my life right now yeah, to like yeah. really like grow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were a huge blessing even just coming down though, just like came down just to serve like yeah. six weeks, just like serving, like blessing the community. That was awesome. And just being a part of the house. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, there's such a, like a yes in your spirit. Oh my goodness. This being able to be like, yep, I'll move in with you guys. All right. Ethan says I should go down the, North Carolina, let me go down. Was that like, you're just like, all right, I'm down? Or is there some kind of wrestle with that? Or, uh, Yeah, so I I felt the same way. And like, it became evident that there was like, just this series of yeses that I was saying yes to. And they weren't just, you know, flippantly like, yeah, like, because there wasn't another option because there were options. And so it wasn't just like, it was, it was really like, what is 
in all actuality, was what was more uncomfortable was the yes mm. because I could just do what I was doing or I could just go completely out of my comfort zone and like plant mm. myself somewhere new mm. and see, you know, what, what comes of it. But like, it was kind of like stepping out in faith, especially with like the Ethan, like moving in with Ethan and his family. Yeah. And after that, like the fruit from that and just like seeing my own life, like transform, I was just like, okay, mm. like now I'm getting more comfortable with this. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh-huh. And so I'm just gonna, you know, it became clearer and clearer when those opportunities came up when I could say yes and it, it made it easier, but it also was just like, I looking back, I really didn't see that that was happening, but then yeah. I, I came to realize pretty quick that, that that was happening. And I think that it, it was definitely tough to, to leave what I knew at that time and yeah. just completely introduce myself to a whole new like life geographically, you know, people, places, everything. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was hard in those aspects, but it was definitely super rewarding. Yeah. What was your like faith like before he moved in with Ethan? Like, why do you feel like that was like kind of a, a transformational experience? And then why do you feel like it's important to say yes to like uncomfortable situations? Well, that's a good one. Can we like go a little deeper into your story though? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because so you, for the people who don't know, Jeremy uh, dealt with addiction, right? For yeah. how many years? I would say the better part of eight years. So like yeah. throughout those eight years, a huge part of AA, NA, all those groups is a focus on a higher power. Correct. Yeah. So like going back to your question, mm-hmm. what was it like before moving in with... Oh, interesting. Okay. Ethan. Yeah. But like, I mean, you had spent so many mm-hmm. years already kind of developing that. Yeah. But it seemed to be totally different when you moved in with Ethan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So... Yeah, coming well, first I guess this, I'll establish that like I grew up in a Pentecostal Christian uh household, so I knew you know who Christ was and I had a relationship with him at a very young age. Um now what that relationship looks like now is completely different than what it was mm. then in a, in a good way. Um but I had clung to like my parents' belief system mm-hmm. and never made it my own. Yeah. So I was kind of running from that and it was in this old covenant view of like my works are going to be what gets me to heaven mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and I couldn't live up to that. So like failing and failing and failing and just feeling like, you know, it was like God's grace was just like cheap grace in a sense and the way I was going about it and it led me it allowed like when I started like dabbling with like um drugs and I got into that lifestyle, it just made it even harder to adhere to that old testament view of like works and you know, like if I can't even, you know, stay clean or whatever it is, how am I gonna like serve right, this guy? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really like, like tur- self defeating. Yeah, it just completely yeah. turned me away from wanting anything to do with God. And, but that was through, through the, like, you know, these programs and stuff and like all the years of like getting clean and then like, you know, falling back into old patterns. I found that all of these things, um, I was learning like bits and pieces and like God was always there and he was like showing and revealing himself in like ways and like 
you know, saving me from just so many, like, near-death experiences and all, you know, mm. the craziest thing, like, you know, just things that you pretty much only see in movies. But um, through all that, I was trying to look everywhere but, like, what was right in front of me, like, what mm. I already knew, like, who, who yeah. I knew as, you know, Jesus. And, like, I, I looked, like, to Buddhism. I looked to, like, and in the program, it's higher power, so it's, like, it can be a tree if right. you want it to be, you know? And those things yeah. Which kind of tree is the highest? <laughs> um, uh, redwood tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, so I... So, like, going through kind of, like, this list of, like, all right, like, I believe there's God, you know, always have, but I'm not going to, like, really, like, dive into who he is and what that looks like. It mm -hmm. just is. And then all these different routes, like... And they worked for a little bit, but they never were able to like sustain mm. anything. And, mm -hmm. and my spiritual foundation was just mm. shoot, like super shaky. Mm. So kind of like where I was at the point before I moved in with Ethan, um, I, you know, had the belief in God, but still wasn't even like pursuing um, Christ. And like when I moved in with him, he kind of like showed me through a practical way of living mm -hmm. and just like how he lives his life matched up with everything he was saying and like everything like about Christ that he like, you know, mm. would, would teach to me and like, mm. just like his overwhelming love and, um, just all these things, all these questions mm. that I had growing up, mm. like in the faith that I grew up in that just weren't answered or like maybe pushed aside or things maybe I had questions or like, wrestled with that were just never addressed mm. and all these things like were being like all these blanks were being filled in and I was like felt affirmed for the first time and like that I wasn't like that I could actually believe what I felt in my spirit to believe mm. and how it actually matched up with like scripture and just mm. like how it, it like you know Christ was always there no matter what. And so mm -hmm. your spirit in your mind. Yeah, you know, it kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. They finally like blend it together. And, um, yeah, so it was like a super, and just really like Ethan and like Kristen, and they did a great job in like being able to yeah. like really help me die to my old self and like not thinking that old mm -hmm. Testament, like mindset, old covenant mindset where I'm yeah. like, you know, my past is going to govern who I am in the, the future. And it's like, like, I'm always going to be haunted by this, like, you know, past history of the things I did. Um, and I'm never going to be able to reach this like level. But then, you know, I realized that it was, you know, it's already done and I don't have to reach any level. Like, it, you know, it was finished. So yeah. So it took off, like, there was a lot of like healing and then like self, like, you know, growth and like inner, you know, just like looking, looking inward and seeing, you know, it through God's perspective, mm -hmm. like n a non-tainted perspective yeah. of how the father sees me. So that, that really took off there. Mm. Um, so, um, why would you, so it sounds like you're like growing a lot with Ethan. Yeah. Um, why would you leave that to come to a totally new environment? Just like eight months in, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. Um, no, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, and to re-enter 
college. Yeah. That wasn't oh, yeah, even yeah. on your radar at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because you did yeah. architecture stuff in high school. Yeah. I, well, and mm-hmm. in college, I went to college, college for yeah. a year for three semesters for architecture before I withdrew. Um, but yeah, so I never thought of, hey, I never was going to go back to school. Like, that wasn't in my yep. plans yeah, or future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Feel that, was, that. Was, <laughs> that was not going to happen. But here I am. So, um, but no, it's so leaving um, wasn't easy and it wasn't necessarily like i'm leaving and the stores closed like that's what helped make the trend like the decision a lot easier like having their blessing and like because you know no matter i was already like planning on being there for a year and after you know six seven months i ended up you know coming down here and then going back for a little and then permanently coming down here for school so it was it was like a combination. I knew spiritually that like I was growing there, but I also knew that there was like a missing component of just like mm-hmm. people my age pursuing God. Cause I never had mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I never had people yeah. close to my age around my age, like, uh, you know, basically like discipleship and things like that. Like um, doing life together. Right. And doing like community. Things, yeah. 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 Like the church I grew up in was very small, you know, not, didn't have a youth group or at least nobody around my age. Uh, and see, so like even the church I grew up in, like yeah. I never had that. And like any friends I had growing up, we were all like, uh, our commonality was like sports and other things. Yeah, it was yeah. never our faith. Right. So I never walked with people, you know, I wouldn't say never, but very like limited access to walking in the faith with other people. Hmm. Um, close to my age or on my age going through the same things and like in a community like that. And they have a community in state college. It's just not, it's just starting. So it's not what is already established yeah. here. And like so even Kristen have five kids. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So amazing, but not right. necessarily like right. hanging out. Yeah. Like 20, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. I knew, I knew there was, there was something that I could probably receive I, I mean I didn't really know what that would look like but right. I just knew I just felt like that's something that you know I needed to at least try or look into and yeah. then when I when I experienced it it was kind of made the decision to evil like that made a decision to go to school easy because I was like I want to be here and like if I can like also do something while I'm here to just you know get to know God more and get in like scripture. And like the main reason I did school was literally for like Bible and like to get more understanding Mm -hmm. about the Bible and like theology and philosophy and like get all of that because I never had a super theological background. It was kind Uh, of just, you know, what I heard from the pulpit and you know, the little bit of investigating I did myself, but it was like reading a foreign language when I'd read the Bible. It was just like, I, I can read this and it can apply like plainly, but I don't know what this language means. Right. So that's, that's been, that was, that was a huge factor too. So you never wanted to go back to school. Now you're in school. (laughs) Do you like it? Like, how is it going? <laughs> Are you glad you're in school? Are you glad? <laughs> and you said you want to learn about theology and philosophy. Like, we just finished both those modules. Like, yeah. how did you get from each module? Yeah. Um, put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> no. The, I think you're on the Excel pass outs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe twice. Yeah. Uh, the, fir- the first one was um, 
No, actually, not me sleeping. That was debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fell asleep in my Dude, okay, last night. Who runs this Instagram? I, know, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I do so know, but I can't. Cassie can't was tell. logged into our Instagram and sent them a message, and so I, I was trying to. What, what happened? <laughs> you always try to what? Oh, I was. Oh, I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, tricked him into thinking that I was her still so I just I was like who this <laughs> and they're like yo it's Cassie who is this <laughs> and they're like lost my phone they're like nope I was like yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I think it's it's either Grace Colin. Gracie no it's not Colin <laughs> it's Colin? no no no, 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 no. no it's either Grace Gracie or Rebecca Robinette all women that's my oh. mom yeah <laughs> anyway Pretty so close. do you like school okay sorry <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i do i i actually well my biggest fear was like i haven't been in school for so long so i don't know if i can do school like hang right yeah. it's exactly. just a different flow yeah, yeah. Academic, like academic and stuff. i mean and it's just total different style of school so it's not like i'm sitting there through a bunch of random like subjects bouncing around back and forth and then like not being able to retain anything and having a bunch of homework that I have to do and like uh-huh. not doing that. Of, like sports yeah, exactly. Class, right. Yeah. And Please so, yeah. and so many people, Auburn still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that being said, it's been, I mean, I've been able to hang. So, you yeah. know, and, and theology and philosophy, um, I can't say like, that either or would be better than the other because I think that they're all parts of a whole. Like, I see them stacking off each other already. Yeah. And, like, even in mathematics. And, like, Davis was talking about today, just kind of how, like, God, like, in this creation of all these things of the world we live in, it was, like, this prism, light prism, that, like, Mm. he, like, the light hits and just all different, like, shades of color like mm, you yeah, know so reflect good. off of it yeah. and that's like all the pieces of got like theology is one shade like philosophy is another shade and like so they're all different like ways that god like is trying to or is allowing us to like get to know him through mm, yeah. and so to like to 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 put one above the other would be like me saying that this part of god isn't important you know, and so being able to like hold all of them in the same light and being able to like, uh, you know, take something from all of them and learn about all of them is, is something that I'm learning is like probably more important or mm-hmm. is, is the most important rather than just like, oh, I really like this cause I did better at it or understood it more. Uh-huh. Like maybe uh-huh. that's pointing me to a, something that I need to understand more about this other subject. And so, but like theology, I like theology like a lot because of it, like giving this foundation for the rest of the module of just like who God is Mm -hmm. and what his attributes are Mm -hmm. and, um, just piecing together all of these components of who he is and what that looks like in the flow of everything that's to come. Um, and I'm just glad all these like great minds did all the thinking <laughs> yeah. for me, so yeah, I don't yeah. have to actually oh, go through it. That's real. <laughs> Such a blessing. Um, during the philosophy module, we had the example of, or we had that. So we read Kant, 
Uh-huh. And Aristotle and Bentham in the same week around, um, what was the question? What is good? Mm-hmm. And there was a question that we had that was, if you're in Paris in 1941, mm. the Germans are there and you're hiding Jews in your basement. You're harboring Nazis, as Davis said. He said <laughs> yeah, that's what he says on accident. You're harboring <laughs> and, um, and uh, they knock on your door and they ask, do you have any Jews here? And you have to decide whether you're telling mm-hmm. like the truth or you're lying. What was your answer to that? I'm curious. Um, my original answer was, if depending on how many there were, I'd try to take at least as many out as I could. <laughs> of the Nazis? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. take them out and then, <laughs> okay. move, and then move to a different place um, so they couldn't find me. But saying I couldn't and they would kill me if I did. I would, I would protect, I mean, my inclination would be to, you know, lie and protect that human life, um, because the, I mean, as, like, we kind of realized is that even though it's not good to lie, if it's over, if you're saving a lot, like, in the process, saving a life, like, what is more valuable, saving that life, um, or telling a lie, like, I'm pretty sure God can reconcile that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I was asking because, you know, in the philosophy module that week, like, Kant's whole view is, like, unless you can say that everyone should do this at all times, like, yeah. you can't do it. Right. His, like, super black and white. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus, like, yourselves a little more gray. So, I think it's just interesting because, like, a lot of students have never even thought about wrestling with questions like that before. Yeah. So, it's just always interesting. I've never thought about it either. <laughs> Me when, either, yeah. I mean, when we started the question, I was like, I'm definitely not going to lie. Because I was posed this question in church, and they were like, you better not lie. You better not lie. <laughs> Look at Corey Tinboom and what happened. Like, God can save him. Didn't Corey lie? Or somebody. I don't uh, know. Somebody, uh, like, told know. the truth, and the, the Nazi soldiers <laughs> oh, were, is, they is were laughing so hard. They yeah. were like, yeah, right, you wouldn't tell us, and they got away. But then it's just this question of, like, what happens when two moral absolutes butt heads? Yeah. yeah. Like, what yeah. does one supersede the other? And in this case, it's like, yeah, life supersedes yeah like lying and telling the truth i wonder what our listeners would say we should take a poll we should take a poll what would you do i don't think they can answer us i can't hear anybody oh wait what would you do leave it in the comments (laughs) oh yes (laughs) oh but yeah i I think that that was um i mean it's easy to say what you would do when you're not in this situation. When you're not, but, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, that's the thing when you're talking about like wrestling with, because we talked about that in class, like it's easy to say it when you're not there, like the yeah. urge thing, you know. Um, okay, and this this week we're talking about math is not neutral. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a doozy. Yeah. Um, what did you get out of this week slash, yeah, I mean, for me that was a doozy. And I was it was. It was a hard read. Uh, that I still don't like math. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No, it's it's a whole different approach uh, than anything that I've, you know, been taught as far as math goes. I mean, so it's given me a deeper appreciation um, already, but at the same time, neutral, I mean, it made... I always thought that math was like neutral. Like, it's just yeah, like yeah. this thing yeah. that yeah. nobody... Everyone agrees on it. Right. Yeah. Two plus two gives four here... Mars, North Korea. Yeah, exactly. And right. (laughs) And so (laughs) it ends up, but seeing how it can't be neutral and no matter what, like you're taking a side and 
it can, and if, if you allow it to, it can eventually point you, should, you know, it can eventually point you to God, the creator, um, and how he uses like math uh-huh. in his design uh-huh. and how yeah. he uses it in it's like discovering the language of the universe right it's almost yeah. it's like this blueprint and we're like unfolding uh-huh. the blueprint yeah. and like we're and i think that that's super important like if he's a good god and you know a, a creator i believe that he created these and like wants us to use these tools yeah that he's that come from him uh-huh. to you know take care of like his creation and like yeah you know better have like a better life um what's crazy is like you literally had before so we're in the math module learning math is not neutral and you literally had to go through theology and philosophy before you can come to that conclusion like our readings this week were all about ultimate reality oh yeah and there's this like there is this mindset i mean i never would have said math is not neutral yeah but then you had to see that there's these different philosophies that literally lead you to think different ways about like how you view the universe is how you view mathematics. Yeah, right. like people view math as in like it's a reality of its own. Yeah, it is like a higher power. Yeah, but it was. I mean, we were even talking today in class. We were discussing, and it almost takes you back to Schaefer when you're reading like the metaphysical necessity, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, what did he say? Um, Schaefer just talks about how once you like look at the metaphysical world, there is no other answer besides God. And mm-hmm. then today in class, we broke it down and Davis was like, if human beings discovered math and they didn't invent it and human beings were created after everything else, that means that math was there before humans. Oh, interesting. So when you look at it that way, like there is no other answer. If math exists, mm. then God has, like a mind had to create huh. math because huh. it takes our mind to discover it. Dang, I wish I was in class today. Yeah. It was so good. It was uh, so good. But they're just all leading to like, there is no other answer. Yeah. I need a recording. Well, even even <laughs> Vinka, Vinka was saying something about or how theology and philosophy, right, are transcendent, and like now we're segueing like into math, and it's almost like where these like you're gonna I'm like once we branch from here, it just stems through math and goes into you know all these other facets of like um, like chemistry, like biology, and Ooh. that's like where it becomes. Um, it's no longer transcended, but it, you know, comes like practical, like the implications yeah. in real life, mm-hmm. like what that, what that looks like. And it like comes from this transcendent and then math is like the, the shift, like the filter that it comes through and like becomes, you know, practical Yeah. and like what we can tangibly like implicate, like use in our life. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. I always get jealous when I walk in and see the boards that Christian writes on because they're just also perfect. Yeah. He's so good. It's Shout out to Vinka. Shout out to Vinky. For those of you who don't know, he's the producer <laughs> of everything. Um, so, okay, so... <laughs> what? Um, okay, so we are in math. We've got nine more months in the core. Nine more months in the core, yeah. Mm. Um, afterwards... Or so a like you came back to school to grow in your foundation like faith foundation, but also like the whole point is to kind of like get into the next stage as well of life. So what's your plan after this? Like what what do you actually want to go into as far as like career goes? Yeah. And what's that journey been like for you to kind of wrestle that down and figure that out? Oh well, 
still wrestling it, but now I've I've come to a conclusion that like I'm going well. What I want to pursue is like general contracting. Nice, because I've always enjoyed um, like working with my hands and like do, doing architecture in high school and then some in college. Like it, I enjoyed that and I was good at it. Um, but I also enjoyed actually physically building thing like that um, brings me more gratification than just like you know, designing it, it on paper build, and, yeah, yeah yeah so um i've always kind of had that passion um and growing up on a farm that's like all we used you know we're just out there you know yeah. we're yeah. just working with we're our hands chocolate. and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, so that was something I've always wanted to do. And then I know that, well, if I like pursuing it now, it's becoming more of a reality. So now I'm like really like looking into like, you know, my general contracting license and what, what I need to do to get there. And, um, obviously doing the practicum, I'm fairly certain um, but this is what I've been wrestling with is, you know, whether I, you know, do the practicum here, which makes more sense to me, um, just doing the practicum here and then, you know, getting the knowledge and, you know, the experience under my belt and always, you know, like with, with the, um, Ethan and then up in state college, I could also do the practicum there. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking of doing it here, getting an experience and everything. And when they are in their, you know, building phases of their, you know, community and stuff. I think yeah. that it could be a huge, uh, help up there. And yeah. I think that that makes a lot of sense. But like I said, that's kind of something that I'm wrestling through right now, yeah. but both options yeah. are pretty good options. No, that's awesome. yeah. So, so for the people listening, so Ethan window up, like I was talking, we were talking about up in state college, um, they're actually going to become a practicum site and have three practicums up there with manufacturing production uh, entrepreneurship and missional work, but they are, so we've been building here for like five years. So we've got like, you know, 12 homes in the community center and everything. So they're starting from where we were so mm. with one home, but he's got a couple acres of land right outside of Penn state yeah. building up there, which takes a lot of work to build and to maintain mm -hmm. and to like run the community. So you're essentially learning how to do that here yeah. and hope yeah. you can take that back up there, which is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Man. Speaking of Ethan, we're actually going on a trip. For spring break coming up, crisis relief. Oh, yeah. A little, a little yeah. shameless plug for E. Yeah, uh, crisis relief recovery. What is crisis relief? Yeah. Is it recovery? Yeah, crisis relief and recovery. Yeah, oh, you want and, to explain okay. like what that is, just for um, people who might be interested. Yeah, so it's an organization, sort of like, uh, for example, Samaritan's Purse, where after a crisis, um, internationally or globally, uh, we go and you know help with like immediate aftermath of crises. So we kind of go in like what, like before what Samaritan's Purse or something would, would go in. We are taking on that to go in and support aid or lend a hand support aid. Um, and with the intention of building like a lasting missional community, uh -huh. um, wherever we go. Huh. So and like second responders. So like, yeah, right. So it's like, and then you right. Your, so it's like paramedics first yeah. and then, and then we come in. Yeah. So you gotta be in shape for that stuff. Yeah. There's an ex super, <laughs> ex super extensive training. Um, that I did. He said it wasn't You're too scared, hard. aren't you? He yeah. said it wasn't too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. Dude. That versus the adventure challenge, yeah. which was harder. That for that sure. for real. Oh, yeah. oh dude, I was feeling good about yeah. ourselves. No, no, no. 
that, Are you scared? That was, but I'm man. not scared, but I know it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. He said they bushwhacked for well, like that's, 17 that's the hardest miles. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Manwaring is going to put everyone to shame. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, I'll Besides come back. Me and Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm just helping out, so I just get to watch you guys suffer. <laughs> not cool you're with me if you want to ride home you're doing it all <laughs> no I am going to be hiking with you guys though yeah when we're doing it so they do this training because they're trying to build teams yes that can deploy yes yeah he wants to have a list of like yeah. one to two hundred people they can yeah. call them whenever there's a international emergency yeah. yeah his end goal is to like be back like parachuting out of planes into remote <laughs> yeah. locations. Yeah. Like a diving back plane. Yeah. 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 That's not a bad idea. That's that not a bad, bad idea. idea. Well, should we call it? Should we call it? What time is it? Is it soccer o'clock? It's soccer o'clock. Soccer o'clock. Yeah, it's definitely soccer o'clock. It's 2.45. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We're going to go play soccer. Yeah. So, love you guys and we'll see you next time. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to do an outro? Yeah, I'll do the outro quick. Yeah, we'll do that. Me and Jeremy will do it. No one tell my wife that I read that out loud on the podcast. Why? She'll hear it. Not my hour, dude. Yeah, she'll hear it. She doesn't listen, dude. She Okay, that was a good episode. That was awesome. Jeremy's really awesome. Jeremy's the man. Do you think we're going to win at soccer? If I'm on your team, probably not. I mean, Jeremy said it first. Why does everyone not want to be up think we're going to win? I don't know. I win. I'll be on your team and we'll win. Okay, let's do it. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us. That was an awesome episode. Jeremy is the man. Um, he, yeah, he's just been such a blessing to have around. He's a gift and a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to spending more time with him. So, Crisis Relief Trip in April. Yeah. We'll come back with an update, some photos and video. Darius is going. Darius is taking photos. Yeah. So, um, our next episode is going to be with the one and only Andrew Hawk. And... We're going to be going through the Mathematics module. I just realized I was looking at the wrong camera. Sorry, guys. Uh, but uh, we're going to be going, going through the Mathematics module. And uh, that'll be right after our conference in South Carolina. So Andrew will have some good updates for us. How many students will be there? At the conference? Yeah. Like 3,000. It's going to be huge. That's awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's awesome. So anyways, uh, we love you guys. And as always, you can listen to us anywhere podcasts are found. Primarily on Spotify because then we can track your listens better. Uh, <laughs> or... Uh, Check us out on YouTube and uh, Instagram at the Excel College. And we'll see you guys later.